Hey, Alex, this episode of the Pop Culture Pod is brought to you by Croydon Geek Con. What's is... Croydon Geek Con, Carl? Croydon Geek Con is a con in a pub. Yeah. We are, uh, Croydon Geek Con is happening in the ship in Croydon on the 3rd and 4th of March. It's one pound, one pound to get in. One pound? And well, does that whole pound go to some sort of charity, Carl? It goes, it goes Cancer Research UK. That's a marvellous charity. We've got guests. We're doing a live show. Yeah. Other podcasts are doing live shows. There's a raffle. There's a raffle. There's a cosplay competition. And we have, uh, as it stands at the moment, f- potentially four guests lined up with a mystery gaze. The website is obviously www.croydongeekcon.com. Uh, all the information's there and it's getting updated um, as we go on every few days. Because we are still announcing stuff. We haven't even announced everything yet. I can't wait. There's going to be a cornucopia of geekery. Yes. And you're comparing the whole weekend. You're running the thing. And I'm running the day. So we hope thing. to see you there. See you there, guys. Peace out. Welcome, addicts, to the ever-ensuing hilarity that is the Pop Culture Pod, a.k.a. the PCP. I am Carl Rowling. With me, as always, my partner in crime, you sarky bastard. I can't help it, Dan Chapman. <laughs> we sound a lot better, don't we, Dan? We, well, yes, we do. We've got a, we got microphones. This is like a professional thing, a professional setup. Like we've even got know. a guy. We have we've a, got guy. a guy. We've got a guy now. It's uh, brilliant. Yeah, you you can't you you aren't hearing where Mike might Mike might come up, up in the future you, though. Well, you were well, about we to say you can't see him. You can't. Yeah, <laughs> we can. Yeah, we can. They can't. It's he's like the world there. of it's the, he's there, always watching. Yeah, always, always watching. He's riding the, he's riding the board for us. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that's um. So um, we we are ready. We and I'd like to introduce our sound guy. We've got Paul on riding the board for us as well. So Paul, give him a quick clap. That's Paul. That's Paul. See, yeah. he's there. He's there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul. Uh, we'll kick off as always with trailers. Um, oh no, there is there was one death before we died. The dad from Frasier passed away in between our yes, whose name I've instantly forgotten. John Mahoney. Yes, John Mahoney. Yeah, John yeah. He Mahoney, played. He was, but you know, he he'd had like an entire lifetime. Oh yeah. He stage and screen well before Frasier. He'd been he, he was a theatre. Movies. He was a theatre actor for years. I and swear years. as well. I, I've seen some old B movies, like 1950s, 60s, like B movies that he's been in. Started off as a bit. Oh part yeah, he was a young, like, he was a young yeah. heartthrob. Yeah. yeah, very, very good looking young young man. Um, yeah, and then obviously most people know him as and playing a dashing silver fox. Yeah, most people know him as playing um, Martin Ma- Martin Martin Crane. Martin Crane from Frasier, which he did. 11 seasons. 11 he was, seasons. He, he was in all but two episodes of Frasier. Yeah. And um, I just, it, I had this thing with him being um, like the, the voice, the voice of me f- feeling relaxed. I mm-hmm. used to watch Frasier to relax. Like it used to be on uh, like channel four first thing in the morning. If I'd get up from late, yeah, late working that weird late night. block of friends. Everybody loves Raymond and then Frasier. Oh, do you know, I used to hate everybody. Uh, everybody, everybody loves, loves Raymond. Raymond. I used to, and I could never get into it. And I, it's because the woman that played his mum used to drive me up the wall. But yeah, so Frasier, so he was in that for years. She, and yeah, he she is no longer with us, dear. That's all right. I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure she'll haunt and me. And of course, we, and we had Peter, Peter Boyle on that show as well, as, as Ray's dad. As Ray's dad, yeah. yeah. So um, people, might, people might know him from uh, Young Frankenstein as, yeah. as the monster. And um, But yeah, so uh, Mahoney's died. Mahoney? John Mahoney. John, John Mahoney's died, yeah, which is a massive shame, really. Because John Mahoney. John Mahoney. Um, because yeah, he was a staple of everybody's... Lives growing up, really watching Frasier. With me, it was it was just one line he did, and it was one off episode of Frasier. I don't even know what episode or season it was. It was just one of the things that cemented him as like he's he's an everyman. It's just when they're in the fancy coffee shop and they're trying to get like a Nigerian bean or something, and he's just like, "I'm a regular Joe, and I like my Joe oh, regular." Yeah, I love that. <laughs> but my, it's, it's the chair as well. Oh, the ch- interesting fact about the chair: the actor who drops the chair off in the first episode is the same actor who picks it up in the last episode. Oh, wow. That is just great now that's, attention now that's, to that's detail. Te- that's tension and continuity I like that I would yeah. expect from something like Frasier Crane. Yeah. 
So yeah, so it's, it's he's a terrible dad away. though, but we won't get into that. I don't know. In eleven seasons, his son makes nine appearances. There's literally a three-year gap where they don't even mention his kid. Bloody hell! Yeah, you're right. Actually, what was the what was the name of Fraser's son? I can't remember. Oh. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure we'll. He was rarely in the show. Um, we'll move Tweeting. on to we'll move on to trailers, <laughs> and we'll start off with a little um, return of an '80s favorite. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Sweep Johnny. the leg, Johnny. Yeah, so Cobra Kai, which is being produced by it was YouTube, you, YouTube, YouTube Red, YouTube Red, which yeah. is YouTube's like um, pay. This is them giving money to their uh, influencers and giving them a chance to actually make things. How we're getting the slow mo show with the slow mo guys at the moment. Who are the slow mo guys? They're the ones who do all that slow videos and slow stuff down. Ah, uh, oh, cool. All right, yeah. well, I'm, I'm, that's a nice niche market. Um, yeah, so No Mercy, Cobra Kai, the 80s are back, man. Yeah. Like, but hey, you know, so at least the, they look... So are the 90s, Yeah, oh, hey, at least they look old and terrible. Jesus, I mean... Was it, Ma- Ralph Macchio doesn't look as bad as you think he would look. It's really weird, though, because he... This sounds really odd, because this is what he is. He just looks like an older version of Danny. He I know that sounds really daft, because he is, but... He's still roughly kind of smooth looking, but the other, I can't remember the, the other actor's name. He does not look good. He made an appearance. He's, um, it, because um, in an early episode of How I Met Your Mother, Barney says that he, his, his favorite character yeah, his is favorite hero. the karate kid, Johnny from the Cobra Kai Jojo. And they're like, but he's, he's the villain. He's the villain. It's like Terminator, great movie about a robot trying to seek out his mission and finding love. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but you know, at least, you, at least YouTube are bringing quality programming, I guess. I don't know. The trailer was... It's, it's a teaser. It's a teaser, yeah. But it's just... it's. I, I, I don't... Why? I don't know why they're doing it. Like, why? Did, um, was there, Matt, is there a Ralph, massive Matt... fan base out there that want the Karate Kid to come back? Or is it just because there's no more... We've said this before on this show. Is it because there's no more right, ideas left? Hollywood. Or is it because they're scared of trying new ideas? Well, considering a lot of what we're talking about is solos and spin-offs after this, you, I'm pretty sure you're right. But to be honest with you, I'm interested in it, but I am also, I love bad movies. Yeah, so you, I don't yeah, know if do. it, this is my nostalgia side of me. is just like, I really want this or this is going to be so bad. It's oh, going to be good. Will, will Mr. Miyagi be in it? Dude. <laughs> what? Come on, you know. They'll, they'll, they'll get, no, because obviously, even, <laughs> even, even, even in the time, <laughs> Miss Miyagi was an old man when Danny was a teenager. But they could bring him back like a puppet, you know, like they did with Yoda. At least Yoda was a puppet. Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, so, so, yeah, so more 80s, more high kicks in the sunset and, you know, stuff like that. Crane, there was a crane kick in the trailer. This, I was happy. It's going to get the three episode treatment. It's, no, it's a series. It's not a series. It's a movie. Oh, was it a movie? I thought it's it was a, a series. It's a movie. Oh, well, it'll get the first half an hour then. Yeah. From me. I'll watch it for half an hour, and if, if not, then meh. If there's not a plot twist, I swear to God. I swear to God. Then we move on to um, I Feel Pretty, which is Amy Schumer's new movie. The premise of, of this I like, the body empowerment, but when you read the synopsis and find out it's literally that she gets so vain that she becomes the person that she hates, it's just like... That's exactly what I've got, I've got written down, is, you know, fat girl gets a head injury because, you know, really, it's what inside that counts. But she gets a head injury and thinks that she's thin and attractive and everything. But what, what exactly is the message there? Is it, 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 is what on, it is what's on the inside that counts, or is it that it's the outside that, that conf- gets you... Confidence is what it really is. But you should not, have confidence. Yeah, but they're not selling it... As, as she's got confidence, they're selling it as she has a brain injury and then she's happy with her body. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's also what, that's what I'm getting from it is it, it takes a serious knock to the noggin for you to be happy with yourself. It's, 
I don't know. Is it like a reversal of Shallow Hal? Or I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. That the trailer doesn't really weird. show it. I think it's one of those ones you're going to have to wait and see the full picture to see yeah. what the story they're trying to I'm tell. Not, I'd be interested in watching it. I'd be really interested in watching it with Leah. Yeah, getting a female perspective on it. And what I wanted to say about that is, and all the women out there, all our female listeners, mm. all, every female... And we geek, know you exist. Right, oh, both of you, right? We love you. <laughs> if, um, Hi, it, Six. It doesn't matter if you're young, if you, particularly if you're a woman, it doesn't matter if you're young or old, black or white, fat, thin, skinny, tall, short, missing an arm, have a monobrow. Like Carl said, it's the confidence inside. and mm. It's confidence that... You know, we're, we're stupid, dull, ignorant male creatures. We're lucky to have women on this planet. Yep. Because if we didn't, you know, we'd, we'd be terrible. Let's just say that that button would have been pressed a few times. Uh, yeah, like just, you know. and um, Just check it works. You know, we are lucky to have you in your lives. And this movie, I don't know, but I can understand why Amy Schumer's interested in it. Because she was going to do the voice of Barbie, wasn't she? She was going to be in a Barbie movie where that she's not the stereotypical Barbie yeah. and then she's cast out into the real world and realises that her headway isn't going to work but that, that's been completely scrapped. Completely scrapped. And I think there might be some residue of that in this. But it wouldn't. It, this movie would have already been finished production before she had started that. Well, let me have my dream of a perfect tomorrow, Carl. I don't know. Um, yeah, so yeah. So the I Feel Pretty, I, I, I don't know about it. I can't wait to watch it on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it looks like it'll go on to Netflix. Yeah, man, yeah. But. Well, speaking of one, there's one that was in cinemas and is already on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, that did not go well. That did not go well at all. The Han Solo Solo movie trailer. The solo trailer for the solo, solo movie. movie. Yes. Oh, what the hell did they do to, to the Falcon to oh, make it people, that dirty? People, people, are, people are losing their mind about that. And the, the, the main bit is, what's that front bit all about? Yeah, because it's got... It's got a wedge. It doesn't have... Yeah. It's not missing that bit. And also the radar dish isn't on top as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what the hell did they do to the Falcon to make it that dirty, man? Wear and tear. But that's a lot of wear and tear. In a, what was about 20 years. Oh, just, it's terrible, man. Like, uh, But do you know what, right? After everything we've said about the Han Solo movie, I think yeah. Alden, he makes a good solo. Not a great solo, because again, it's the trailer. It's, we haven't... But I'm getting that cocksure attitude of him. Yeah. The hair's not right, but you know. Or his face, but or his that's face. <laughs> but it's, if he's got the attitude of he does not look sort. like a young ha- young Harrison. Yeah, but Ford. the only other way you could do that would be by literally CGIing and mapping Han Solo's uh, uh, not Han Solo Harrison Ford's younger face, yeah, onto an actor, and that would look. It would be like Tony Stark when he goes into his dreams and his memories. No, young young that's Tony very... young Tony Stark's one of the better ones. It, it's yeah. not layer at the end of Rogue One. I don't know, man. It's still. Oh yeah, the le- well, Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin. They yeah, they're not going to talk in it, but I, it's just strange. Okay. Yeah. So the thing about this, the thing about this movie, uh, you know what type of movie it's going to be when you've got Woody Harrelson, Harrison's character going, "I'm putting the crew together." Yay, yeah, nice movie in space. That's what you want from a solo movie. I don't really care about his origins. Right. There's only, as I said before, there's only one scene I want to see, and that is the card scene where Han he, he wins, wins the, the Falcon. Falcon. No, I want to Lando, see him free, which, which we get teased in the trailer. But I want to see him free, Chewie. That's going to happen, right? And that's that's it. I don't care about. I don't care if they don't show this Sabak, isn't it? Yeah, I don't care if they don't show the Sabak card game. I just I want to see him free, Chewie. And uh, you're going to get that. I'm really looking forward to it, and the Queen's in it as well. The woman who plays the Queen in the Crown, whose name I forgot, who I think is brilliant in the Crown. Is she playing a love interest or... Because she's like, I'm the only one who knows what you're really like. Um, there's a lot of... The, if In the comics, Han Solo has a wife. In, the, in, in, in between the time of Solo and episode four, 
he has a wife that he's left. That still sounds like a, a Fallout Boy uh, song title. Yeah. And Solo has a wife. <laughs> and Solo has a wife. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and will we see the Kessel Run? Or, you know... Well, they've only the, got 12 parsecs. <laughs> it's, a, it's a distance of... It's a measurement of distance, not time. Yeah. All right. I have to, have to put that in there. And will we see any nerf herders? Scruffy nerf herders. Scruffy nerf herders. Wait, that's their word. We yeah. can't use that word. But, but you know, uh, and Glover looks awesome. He looks he really does, cool. He, 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 look, he looks like Lando. That's, his, was, his figure already, the Black Series uh, Star Wars figures, you know, the really detailed ones they yeah. do. The Lando figures are so... Are I they want calling that. that the Black Series? Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, uh, dude. What? No. You said it, not me. <laughs> But I would just watch, I paused that, that scene where Donald Glover's standing there in all of his splendour in the cape and everything. I was like, I wish I was black. I wish I was Donald Glover. He looks sexy. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to the solo movie for. Him free and chewy and sexy Donald Glover. Well, moving on from sexy Donald Glover to Tom Hardy. What was this? Yeah, so where's Venom? Where's Venom? In I know the, it's a teaser ven- trailer, but the idea of a teaser trailer is to tease we the movie. We got to see the symbiote in a jar. Yeah, well done. It's a symbiote in a jar bubbling away. But what I don't get as well is, is when he's on the... Like, they just need to show a little bit more of Venom, like it coming out, like maybe just out of his eyes or something, when he's when he's strapped down to the uh, MRI machine. Or just it grabbing his arm, or he, like him, the broken broken glass, him hand reaching out, and it, just it goes reaching for out. him. Yeah, that, that would be perfect, that would be brilliant. And then you just cut the trailer there, you just leave it like that. Yeah. But they didn't. Instead, we've got Tom Hardy on a, mortis, on a motorcycle with who cars. Can, who can magically flip cars. Yeah, but then there's also that other scene of everybody being put, like it's like an office or something, they're all being pushed back from their desks. Yeah. So are they giving him psychic powers, or is the villain in this psychic, or is he... Or are you gonna? Is a later teaser trailer actually gonna show Venom tentacles? Where well, that's, that's happening? That, well, that's that was my other thought. Is but if you're gonna do that, then why put this in the teaser trailer to tease Venom, not show Venom? It was pointless, Carl. It was really, really pointless. Of course, it was. It was it, this, me and you had the exact same reaction, even though we weren't in the same room. Was what the fuck what was the fuck that was about? That? What the fuck was that about? And it just it didn't make any sense. I raged out in my office. I was lucky my boss wasn't there. <laughs> but look, I'll tell you the the real reason why people are gonna go and see the Venom movie is to see how well they do it, effects-wise, to see if it's better than Topher Grace's. They're going to not... Then Tom Hardy said when he's Venom, he's Venom. Like, Venom's mouth is moving. It's not going to be Topher Grace's, let me reveal my snaggly tooth. Yeah, let me reveal my snaggly tooth so I can see my lines. And then when I don't have to say any lines, CGI face. So, yeah... His option was to do this, to do Spider-Man 3... Or another series of that 70s show. You should have stuck with that 70s show. Which would show. have paid him more money. Well, there you go, you see. Follow the money. <laughs> Follow the money. Torfa, if you're listening, I don't want a t-shirt. Um, moving on to um, a possible sequel, or at least a continuation, to another continuation of an ex- of a Marvel franchise. I tied it in beautifully. That was beautiful, Carl. That was smooth. Smooth! Uh, smooth! Deadpool 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. I know we're a little bit out from this, because we have had a three-week break, but... Life it's all entirely in my kids. fault. Life gets in the way. Kids. Yeah, it's all entirely my fault. I was hiding. hiding. We had a away. really good game of hide and seek going, and Carl couldn't find me. Nope. I was just stood to, like three foot to the left of him. <laughs> right. I'm blind in my right eye. <laughs> oh, I don't know, dear. I don't, you, what, you, don't see, you don't see blindness? I don't see blindness. <laughs> all right. I'm not sight-aphobic. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, so Deadpool 2. Ah, finally, Carl, a good trailer. Yes, it just—it's just brilliant. The fact that it's already getting the jabs in. It's just... brilliant that it shows the main protagonist and the rest of the cast in the trailer. Yes, right, and and a cast member we weren't expecting. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. So yeah, it looks. This looks really good, and Brolin looks good as Cable. I yes. love. I love what they did as well with the CGI arm. Yeah, it's like oh, we haven't even finished it yet. Oh look, I'll do it myself. 
<laughs> no, it's just a what? It's not. We're not CGIing off on a mustache. Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely a wonderful jab at, uh, at DC, which obviously Ryan Reynolds' character as Deadpool can get away with. But yeah. did you notice the the line of "I'll do it myself"? Yeah, is a direct thing from Josh Brolin being uh, Thanos. Yeah, going fine. I'll do it myself. myself. Yeah, and then just, just the toys smashing the toys together. Figures. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. But yeah, uh, uh, Domino looks brilliant. Yep. Obviously, we've got more Weasel, and it looks like they've kept um, that level of humor. Oh yeah. Even with the new director, it doesn't look like there's too much of a. It seems similar a, in of tone. A quali- yeah, it, it, there's no change in tone or quality, which I'm quite comfortable. About. But yeah, talking about showing the main protagonist and all of the cast, it was you know, eagle-eyed viewers spotted a particular character or a particular actor, a particular actor because we don't know if he is playing the character or not. But it would make sense to do it. Terry Crews. Yeah. Terry Crews. Terry Rickin Crews. Terry Crews. I hope he refers to himself as well. Terry loves. Terry loves. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. It, it, the theory is he's playing G.W. Bridge. Oh, that is good casting. Because G.W. Bridge was part of the uh, X-Force. Yes. And he was a kind of Deadpool's handler, but not, but worked with Cable, and then tried to kill Deadpool, but he then was, was his friend and then wasn't, so... Mate, if you start going down X-Men continuity, you scramble your brain like an egg. But the, That but, thing's been rebooted so much, even I won't touch it. But my favourite thing about it as well is, is, his, um, is his character name, G.W. Bridge. Mm-hmm. which stands for George Washington Bridge, which I think that's just amazing. Surely Deadpool's going to have some fun with that. Well, you remember what John Stewart's original name was going to be, oh, the God, Green Lantern. Yeah. It was Lincoln Washington. But it was the 70s, 60s? It, Late 70s. Late 70s, yeah. It was all about the, the empowerment movement. They, look, everybody can have normal names, okay? <laughs> but I just really like the idea that his name's G.W. Bridge. He's played by Terry Crews. And he's the perfect comic actor to have in that kind of like more ensemble cast role because obviously in the first one it was Deadpool yeah. with obviously Colossus and Negasonic Neg- Teenage, Teenage Warhead, Warhead showed up but it was mainly Ryan Reynolds and uh, sorry Deadpool and Weasel yeah their interaction so this one now adding Cable Josh Brolin being the straight guy the ultimate straight guy to Deadpool and then you're adding in also Domino and mm-hmm. hopefully Copycat well she's in she is going she is appearing in the movie not in as big a role though so we don't know. Well, yeah, well, that makes, that makes sense not to do it that much, but because they're going to focus on other characters. Mm-hmm. And what I'm really looking forward to as well is, obviously, you can see Cable's got that teddy bear attached to his belt. Yep. Which is Hope Summers' teddy bear. Yeah. So we're going to get introduced to a wide, wider world of more mutants and more powers if they do Hope Summers. It might just be a throwaway well, thing. Remember, might, might remember be... X-Force will be the first uh, Deadpool or that X-Men project that um, Disney will be taking over. Yeah. So hopefully the next one, the, X- the X-Force one, Bigger, better yeah. cast, and the, they might be able to delve more into the X Men universe in in a whole, which I'm really looking forward to. So yeah, I'm really really looking forward to Deadpool too. I think it's going to be amazing, and a, a trailer I was not expecting for a while. Oh but, yeah, but great that we got it. Thank you, Winter Olympics. <laughs> uh, we got a trailer for Incredibles two. It's been so long, Carl. It's been so long, and it looks like they're focusing. It, the story focuses on Elastigirl going off and being a solo hero, which is good. Which is a good way to flip it because obviously in the first Incredibles it was yeah. Bob, uh, Mister Incredible, yeah. hating the fact that he wasn't a superhero anymore and sneaking off to be a superhero. Now Elastigirl's not sneaking off to be a superhero, but he has to be the stay-at-home dad. Yeah, and obviously most of the I think most of the comedy for the kids, as it were, is going to come from him having to handle Jack Jack as a baby with superpowers, with ungodly superpowers. But with uh, Samuel Jackson being back as well as Frozone, which I love, and the glorious return of the Underminer. Yeah, I I really can't wait for this. And by the looks of it as well, it's the whole idea of you know we want to bring superheroes back, we want to bring them into the light again. Yeah, that guy's clearly going to be evil. Oh, of course, I'm calling it now. Of course, he's, he's the bad guy. Yeah, he's going to be evil. Yeah. 
But for me, it's just one of the, for me, seeing the characters again and seeing that though it is improved animation, it's still... It's still got that tone and that texture and that quality that I liked because obviously they harked back to like the 50s and the 60s golden age of comics like Dan Dare and stuff like that with Mm. ridiculous names like The Underminer and you know, like the whole uh, Edna thing with no capes. (laughs) And the movie picks up literally five minutes after the end of Incredibles 1. Yeah. So they will they will start off with them battling the Underminer at the end of Dash's race, which I love. I th- which I think was brilliant. Yeah, I think that was a brilliant way to do it. But um, it I com- want to be a superhero. It defines me. Where did you hear that? Somebody on TV said it. <laughs> like, I love that <laughs> bit as well. So yeah, Incredibles too. But it's Pixar. Pixar are going to clean up anyway. So you know, yeah. you you saw Coco, didn't you? No, I didn't actually. Uh, I I is the one that passed me by, but it's just because I I wasn't. It was it was one of those things. It felt rushed. Like, there wasn't a build-up to it. That was strange, but everybody else that I know who's seen Coco is saying yeah. it's absolutely Oh, no, I've not heard a bad word about yeah, it. It just, so it that's, just, that's it on just my list. passed me by. Well, I'm going to try and get I'm gonna try and get me and Leah to watch it. I'm going to get a copy of it, because she likes it on the DVD as well. So I'll uh, stick, I that in, stick that in the whole rotation of... <laughs> all, the other all the other movies. Disney movies. The girl, if I have to watch Frozen again. Ugh. But she, but it's also the old one. It's like the the free Amigo birds and what well, She's got them all. Oh, yeah. Even, yeah. like, the obscure Like She loves it so much. Yeah. Um, it's your usual question, dear. DC, Marvel, or Misk? Um, DC. DC. Let's We're go with DC. The DC news. Uh, we got the oh, title. Sorry, I had to have a reflective pause for a second there. Yeah. It was a dramatic pause. pause. <laughs> um, Titans, the series is moving forward. Uh, we've uh, got our first uh, images of the characters in their costumes. Is it just titled Titans? Just titled Titans. Just Titans, yeah. This is going to be on the DC. Not uh, We Are the- Titans or We Were Titans? No. Not Titans Go. No. Not Titans are here? No. Walking with Titans? No. No. You get you good? Yeah. Cool. Bridge uh, over the River Titans. We're getting Doom Patrol in this series. Yes, I can't they've, wait. Because they've, ca- they've cast the leader of... They passed Mastermind or... Am I thinking the wrong character? No, Mentos is the... Um, Flex Mentalo, you're thinking of. He's no, from Doom Patrol. No, 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 no. Mentos was the guy with the helmet. The dad to Beast Boy. Yeah. Uh, who Who's the doctor in the wheelchair? Oh, I can't remember. Caldwell? Yeah, Professor Caldwell. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be like a complete rip-off of Professor X. Yeah. yeah. He, he's been cast already. And Brilliant. And will appear in episode five, which means that I think they're tying this Beast Boy's origin to the Doom Patrol. Oh, that would make sense. That's pretty Which cool. is also how they've done him for the Teen Titans yeah. animated series that he was originally in the Doom Patrol. Which also means that we, if we get an episode with the Doom Patrol in the first season... They're going to have to have... That. I, can't, I can't wait for them to do like Negative Man and everything. Oh, just... Metal. It's... Flex Mentalo. Yeah. yeah. That's all I want to see. I want Metal Man. No, that's not you're, you're, you're the metal guy. Yeah, yeah. I could, yeah, you want him, but I yeah. want to see Flex Mentalo. You're not going to get Flex Mentalo. You were lucky to get him in the Doom Patrol series. That's true. In the Young Animal series, we're lucky to get yeah. him in there. But also Danny, you know, Danny the Wonder Planet and yeah. stuff like that. I, I really hope they can get some of the quirkiness in that Grant Morrison originally brought with Doom Patrol, and then that obviously was brought back with by Gerard Way in uh, Young Animal. I was going to because I really, really love that. Comic I series. want them to do Morrison's Doom Patrol. If they're going to yeah. do Doom Patrol. That's, that's very odd, though. Like they, they, but that aesthetic would work for TV. Yeah, but you've got to expect that, like some of the kids watching it or some of the people watching it have at least had one acid trip in their life. Eh, it would help because you know Grant Morrison had one a day. Well, there is the whole thing of him take smoking hash, walking up a thousand steps, and literally tripping with God. Yep, that'll, that'll <laughs> happen. That'll happen. That'll happen. But yeah, so I'm really, really interested that now these more niche niches, it were superheroes, 
uh, they're not they're classic heroes they don't have like Doom Patrol they don't have capes they don't have conventional superpowers yeah. but they're so weird but they're they so were, brilliantly they weird are, I love they, it a lot of people attribute them to being DC's X-Men but it's yeah. not it's not DC's not it's not that way it's, it was basically DC kind of having a snipe at the X-Men yeah. being like oh so you've got all these weird misfits because the X-Men of the Atomic Age you know they were called Children of the Atom they were Marvel's way of dealing with they wanted people like teenagers. Yeah. Like your body's going through changes, you're being you're acting strange, you don't know what's going on. So the X-Men were originally kinda that so kids could read along and understand what was going on with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas DC were like, Well, you've taken it a bit too, too far, far now. now, so we're gonna have a snipe at you. So they did Doom Patrol. Which I still love. It's still one of my favourite comic books yeah. of like ever. Well they got you got the Milk War, which is the crossover with the DC universe at the moment, which I'll link you, which is actually really funny. And I, it's I, it's way writing it. I'll say oh nice. Yeah, I'll have to check that Um that's Gerard Way, obviously, who is writing Doom Patrol at the moment. But you and just delete. know him as Way, because you and Gerard Way are like that. Yeah, we're like that. Yeah, visual jokes on a podcast. Don't flip me off. That's just rude. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. Yeah. Um, you know those Smallville pop finals you've been waiting for, Dan? Yeah, They're no. finally releasing them. <laughs> are they what? After what? When was when was the last episode of Smallville? Uh, 2010. Oh, good. So it's it's we've, wait, we've waited long enough. Then yeah, good, yeah. jolly good. What? They're, what? They're, why? They're doing they're doing a series of four, which will be. Um, it's Clark with the painted Clark. S and the necklace, the Ugh. season one poster art. Yeah. Uh, Lois Lane from like the latter series. Lex Luthor with the white suit and the black glove and the gun. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen. And of course, <laughs> Oliver Queen. And Oliver Queen. But not the same Oliver Queen. That is also no, no, not, Oliver not Queen. Arrow. Not the Oliver Queen everybody knows now. Not Stephen Amell. No, no. Justin Hartley. Justin Hartley. Who was also in a failed Aquaman pilot. Yeah, I know. That was brilliant. Oh, Mercy Bay. Oh, it's... I like it when Aquaman feels this stuff. Because I hate Aquaman. You do, but... I'm still getting the tattoo though, aren't I, Carl? Yes, you are. I've still got to get my Wendy's You're getting tattoo. your Wendy's one done yeah. first. On your bum. I'm not getting it on my bum. It's gone on your bum. It's not on my bum. It's gone on your bum. It's not on your bum. I'm going to hold you down. No, you're I'm not. I'm going to hold you down by the buttocks and tattoo you. Yeah, it's going to be that type of day. Well, I was... The next Clear your calendar, I- baby, because you're in for a rough ride. <laughs> All right. Do you know what? I was going to wait for this, but let's get you good and angry. Do you know who they're going towards for... Do- no, but we still hadn't fi- finished ripping off the um, the Smallville stuff yet. Uh, oh, no, but... So why now, though? Like, why now? It's finally got to the point... I, I think it's reaching an anniversary year, but it's not, and they're doing it. <laughs> oh, we've got to do something. Um, oh, Pop Vinyl. Yeah, we'll do that. I here's, think it, here's I Clark Kent in a plaid shirt. Here's Clark in a different plaid shirt. I think it's to soften people up for the fact they're doing another Superman prequel series with Krypton. Uh, it's like, this is the one you liked. His figures now. Look, have some figures. Play with them and look at them while we ruin more of Superman's backstory. Mm, will it have Russell Crowe riding a dragon? It will no. not. I am not interested. Uh, but Brian Michael Bendez has um, been assigned his first title for DC. Has he? And he will be writing Superman and action comics. That's who they're giving him first. They're giving him one of the flagship superheroes to start off with. Was anybody else but me hoping he was going to get like a team series? Oh, like what he's good at he's writing? He's really, really good at writing ensemble pieces. He's really good yeah. at having character interaction yeah. and giving each individual character a voice. But they've given him the fucking Boy Scout. Yeah. I fucking hate Superman. I but said with, it. With, I, said, I, know, with, I know I've just alienated like half of our audience. And I'm sorry, but you know, have a spoonful of concrete and harden the fuck up. Superman is so... <laughs> what? <laughs> Superman is so... Dull, man. Oh, the original the idea of Superman of is... He's originally so dull. He's like literally the the, the golden boy, the wonder boy, everything. The, there was originally yeah. no complex complexity behind him. There was no angst or anything. It was like, here is a godlike creature, 
an alien that was born on this earth and he's been invested with these almost unobtainable 1950s Americanica values of, mm. you know, Truth, justice, the in the American, American way. way. And then it didn't work as the character progressed, so they had to change him. And I never, I never really liked Superman. Superman now is is kind of at he is at the most balanced he's ever been. Oh, it's fucking stupid. Power, to get Bender powers Superman, powers aren't as powerful as he once was. He uh, he's he's married and got a kid with Lois now. But you see, that's the thing as well that used to bother me about him is it's Superman. There was no threat. There was no way to make the danger in the comic feel real. And yes, I know it's a comic, and yes, I know it's not real. But as a kid, you're reading it. That's how you escape the actual harsh realities of your life. So the danger and the drama that came in other comics was brilliant because you really worried. Yeah. You, you can't have a cliffhanger in, in Superman, in a comic. It's hard. Because you know he's always going to win. So why give it to Bendis? You always know you they're going to win. DC fucks. <laughs> hacks. You're all hacks. I refuse. I refuse. Don't worry. I got you. I, I know you love Lobo, don't you? Yes. Who would you like to direct the Lobo movie? Not Cameron. I'll tell you that much. No, it's not Cameron. That's not who they're approaching. Who is it? Who they've sat down and oh, met with. Wait, no, I know this. I know who it is. It's fucking Michael Bay, isn't it? Michael Bay. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, of all the, pro- of all the properties to give him, though, Dan, and I- I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Lobo is distinct... I'm going to stab you in your good eye. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> me, let, me, let, me hear you, let me hear you out at least on this premise. I don't Michael want to reach over and Michael, strangle you because I might Mike, knock the microphone. What does Michael Bay do best? Explosions? And sunsets. And, and sunsets. Really uncomfortable, gratuitous shots of 14-year-old girls. She oh, was no. 14. That's not what I meant. Calm down. I meant, but generally it's explosions and uber violence. Yeah. And, uh, and as, as and, I believe and, somebody and, once quoted, a CGI fuckathon. Yes. Right? And of course, you know, it, he basically wants the 90s to be around again. Oh, yeah. That's kind of perfect for a Lobo movie. Yeah, all right. I'll give you, you that. Can't, yeah. You can't argue that. He, as much as people are like, he's going to do shit. <laughs> You're literally giving him a character that demands explosions, demands casual racism, do, and demands gratuitous violence. Do you think th- this you is think, perfect for him. Yeah, but do you think DC are doing that thing where they're looking at Marvel and they're looking at Deadpool and going, what's the closest thing we've got to Deadpool in yeah, DC? Lobo. completely, 100%. We called that they were going to do Lobo yeah. if Deadpool Well, yeah, we did. Well. But I mean, well, I mean, yeah, because we went through who would play Lobo, didn't we? And yeah. loads of people threw up um, stuff. Loads of people. Perlman, Perlman was the resounding one for him, but it's too old. Yeah, but I, I'll, I'll always pick Ron Perlman to pay everybody. Well, no, your, I vote, your Ron... vote was Sam Elliott because you were on a major ranch kick No, but I, I also wanted Ron Perlman to play Mary Poppins, but nobody saw that. At least Michael Rucker was Mary no, Poppins. No, Michael Rucker was from now and will always be But yeah, no, I can, see, Poppins, I can see the point you're making with uh, Bear dealing with Lobo, but yeah. that is just going to be... I like, don't want tra- it. Tra- I'm just I saying, don't want it either. I'm, I'm just saying... Hey, it's give it, something he could do well. Give it the Lars von Trier. <laughs> that, there's an interesting movie. Uh, to be honest, Lobo, Edgar Wright. <gasps> no. Give it Edgar. Sir Kenneth Branagh. He'd do a good job on it. He, it could, he could turn it into some like Wagner-inspired Shakespearean no, but he'll, operating he, space. He will, he will a, have it on the dichotomy of space, him being the last of his race. Space motorbikes and cigars. <laughs> directed by Kenneth Branagh. Be 25 minutes of silence followed by one action shot. <laughs> <laughs> the four treatment it would be brilliant it would be absolutely brilliant um, oh uh, Christopher Nolan give it to Christopher Nolan uh, it all takes place inside of somebody's brain in the past but is it the future <laughs> yeah Nolan we get it you um, don't like watches you Zachary Levi has, uh, has been a naughty boy oh what's He's he done naughty. what's he Zachary po- done he posted a photo of him as uh, uh, in his Shazam costume on Instagram under a coat 
Oh, did he Tom Holland the shit out of that? Yeah, no, no, he was just, he literally put a thing, he's like, gonna show a picture later of me in my Shazam costume. Everyone's like, oh! And, and the internet him, lost its, its shit. It, it's him on the way in a Jeep to shoot. It's under a coat, you can't see the costume at all. It's just him oh, with brilliant. like really nice quaffed hair. To be fair, his, his Shazam hair is on point. Yeah, but I've still said... What I would have rather have seen is Zachary Le- Levi play Billy Batson as an adult who's fried yeah, out. Yeah, you want him the useless. strung out on heroin. Yeah, Captain because and, then, and he doesn't realise he's Captain Marvel, and then there's a horrible, disastrous thing that makes him become Captain Marvel, and that's when I thought it would be a good idea to have the Rock play Captain Marvel, not mm-hmm. Blank Adam. Blank Adam. Yeah, because you know the character's name is Black Adam. Have you seen? Have and you so seen many Black people Panther were going. Yet? No, I was meant to go with you, but I was working. Yeah. So, you know, officially on air, being live and recorded, I'm sorry, dear, yeah, that, that you, I didn't see the Black Panther you with you. To, you need to earn I know you money. wanted to snuggle up in the cinema. I, know I you, had a friend go I, with me. I know you wanted to do our thing where, you know, you, yeah. you pretend that there's, you know, not a hole in the bottom of the popcorn. Yeah. Why? Can we have one recording where you don't make me look out to be some kind of sex pest racist? Nope. Good. <laughs> not one. At least you're being consistent. Um, and we, that's the key. That is the Consistency key. Consistency is the key. Uh, Wonder Woman 2 has a working title. Does it? It doesn't have an official title yet, but as it's being known on, on shooting location as The Magic Hour. Does this allude to the fact that we might be getting Cersei because The Magic Hour was one of her, Wonder Woman's stories with Cersei? That would make sense. But, well, it just means it's deep, going, going deeper into the caravan of doing her with, um, with magic. Yeah, but the, of... what works out well for that as well is the only way you can go with Wonder Woman because she was such a wonderful female protagonist. Oh, yeah. I didn't like the Lewis's uh, Aries. Um, I thought that was a horrible twist. Oh, by the way, it's been out for a while, but spoilers. Um, we're over a year, dude. Yeah. We're out the spoiler window. That, that was a horrible, horrible twist for that. I would have rather they kept the um, the Nazi guy. To Besides, be the main bad warning, guy. we spoil everything. everything. Um, so the obviously next logical conclusion is strong female villain. Yeah. Definitely, because it worked in Ragnarok. Well, you had a, you also had Doctor Psycho in um, in Wonder Woman, the yeah. the woman perfecting the nerve gas. No, it's Doctor Poison. Doctor Poison, not Doctor Psycho. Bad. My bad. No, that's I've that's got, the that's, other GP no, in the practice of evil. No, that's in the Harley Quinn, which is, which is a little non superhero thing. That's another character that's in the Harley Quinn series. But we'll get to that in a bit. Um, but that, yeah, the working title is Magic Arrow. So yeah, that makes sense. Cersei works. So we to get a bit more magic and a bit more. There's been a casting history. And... There's been a casting and. I don't know how I feel about it. Who is it? Is it Andy Serkis? It's for Joker. Yes. In the origin movie. Yes. Joaquin Phoenix. Hey, but at least you said his name, right? Yeah. I know you have trouble pronouncing some of those crazy names. Um, he's, I still, can... he's still here, Dan. He's still he's, here. Let, all right, let me, let me play devil's advocate on this one then. All right. I think the reason why he's been cast is because... And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break some more hearts here. Heath Ledger was a brilliant Joker. Yeah. Right, hundred percent. I don't think he could. He was the best Joker that that could have happened, but he was a brilliant Joker. He's not the style. Joker they wanted. He was the Joker we needed. Yep, he was nice. Well done, sir. Thank you. Um, he was he he was the Joker of that age in that style. Mm. The reason why fucking Jared Leto didn't work out as the fucking Joker in the <laughs> awful fucking uh, sorry, Mr. Stuart Green Academy Award winning. Yeah, we get it. Uh, suicide For Squad hair and makeup, which were all terrible. Yes, the reason the reason why Jared Leto worked for that one was it was David I a pop fish bang spell everything with a Z and an X. Right, I like the idea of. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix playing this Joker because the idea that they're saying about the Origins one is the whole gangster thing and ground it in reality. Look at Johnny Depp in Black Mass. Oh yeah, no. Right. If they this did is something, be, this is his best role in years. Yeah. If they did something similar with the Joker, 
And mm. Joaquin Phoenix can do snivelling and he can do regretful and remorseful. He can do normal and downbeat. Look at him in her but with the, the weird moustache and the loving a computer this whole, thing. This whole project has the is the worst thing, though. The great thing about the Joker is the fact that he has not got... Still in comics today, does not, not have got a, a defined, solid, defined origin. origin story. Each era, each era, like New 52 has an origin well, for right. him. Well, imagine, Killing joke, 66. Imagine if they did it this way. The film starts off with the origin of the Joker. And mm. when it gets right up to the point where he's about to become the Joker, the film then starts over again. That would be and perfect. They do give it a memento. Give it a memento. A different too. origin and a different origin and a different origin. And that was the entire film. I think it, it would be experimental. It would be weird. And some people wouldn't like it, but, you know, fuck off. Um, I think that would work out brilliant. And I like the idea of Wacom Phoenix as the Joker. Yeah. I, I think if they're going to ground it more it's in reality. and they've said they're going like, not mad at But they said they're going like the gangster movie route to it. Like the rise of, and you know, the, the, the how this guy be, went from a little thing to a big thing. I can see that working for him. Because they've been saying that he won't be like, he won't fall into Ace Chemicals, you know, or he won't be horribly disfigured. It'll be like an albino. So he'll have a problem, like a physical problem. And then he'll become the Joker through the twisted things that happen to him through no fault of his own. Uh, it's one of those things I'm going to have to wait and see on that one. Well, uh, you know. But I, plus, I like Wacom Phoenix because he played Johnny Cash, so. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, what did we want in the Justice League movie except for, you know, plot and, and some good acting? Boobs. Well, we got some of those. Um, more boobs. Uh, we wanted Superman in a certain suit, didn't we? Yes. We wanted black suit Superman. Black with suit the with the mullet. Hashtag Superman mullet. Hashtag mullet hair. Hashtag bring back the mullet. Hashtag party at front. No, business at front, party behind. Yes. Um, there's a deleted scene that would have had him in the black suit in <laughs> Justice League. But if you didn't catch that noise, it was... <laughs> this is the squeeze. That would have been brilliant. It would have been brilliant. And him with a mullet would what have What did been... they do? Did they CGI the mullet on? Did it take up most of the budget? Sorry, did they CGI off his eyebrows? <laughs> CGI a fake leg? Did he have a hump? Did they CGI he is the not black a humpback. suit? What did they not or do CGI? What was it? But the scene, the scene itself wouldn't would have actually made them. Again, it's one of those things. DC has a habit of cutting out scenes. Was that it would, a dream sequence? No, it would have been him waking up in in the coffin. Would have been him in a black suit. That would have been brilliant. But the one thing that gets me every time is like it's also the scene that they cut from uh, Superman versus Batman of him beating the fuck out of the Joker in front of a burning Wayne Manor. Yeah. And it's the reason he has his gold teeth is because Batman didn't take anything away from him. He broke his smile. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why the Joker, but instead is, in why the Joker squad, has the hand tattoo yeah. and cackles through it because he doesn't like his smile. Yeah, but anymore. instead in, 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 you know, in, in, in this, the version we got, it's just a throwaway line yeah. from fucking Jared Leto. Stick to singing, and even then, don't do that that much. Uh, I don't mind Kings Leon. He's not in Kings Leon, he's in 30 Seconds to Mars. I know. Ah, Doctor. Uh, <laughs> doctor. <laughs> well done, that was bloody hilarious. Um, then we... <laughs> Git. Uh, they have cast... We have some character... Or at least the what the cast will be for the Harley Quinn movie. Not voice talent, but the characters that we will see during the animated Harley Quinn series. We have shock horror, Harley Quinn. Well, it would be a strange left turn if they called it Harley Quinn and it was Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> the Joker. Are they going to have, a, are they gonna have an, a, an erotic lesbian scene? They are going to be in a relationship. Because I, I don't know if I should tell you this or not, but I know there's already animated scenes out there like that. Not from so many re- reputable uh, suppliers, but still. Deviant half is a hell of a thing. <laughs> um, Clayface. Oh, good. Cyborg Man. Cyborg Man. He's a character from the Harley Quinn solo series, which is a literally a cyborg in a wheelchair. He's an old man in a wheelchair with cybernetic parts. He's called literally Cy S Y Borg Man. I think you're mispronouncing Stephen Hawking there. No, Cyborg Man. 
Oh, God. Uh, King Shark. Nice. Dr. Psycho. Woo! Malice Wunderbar. <laughs> I'd be sending that name. Hello, I am Malice Wunderbar. <laughs> right. Um, Malice Wunderbar is an original for the series, Doctor, and the other ones are obviously um, you know. So King what's it going to be? Is it going to be villain of the week? It's going to be. It's going to be a. Um, uh, it's going to be the. It's Harley. It's basically what the current comic series is. Harley has left the Joker. She's going out on her own. It's her. Oh, so this is like a divorce procedural kind of. Well, it'll be, her, it'll be her going out, getting her own crew together, trying to be an anti-hero. Gotham what, City, what, special what, victims unit. But Cyborgman is like her, her landlord. She's roommating with Harley. Clayface is one part what, of the gang. What, he's the superintendent? Well, Clay, Clayface is a hero in the current. Is he? Yeah, oh. he's on He's on part of Batman's, um, you know, part of the Bat family. Ugh. I know you hate that term, dear. Ugh. <sighs> So they can't make everyone just an Avenger and that's how they get together, dear. I'm sorry if you're not used to like the idea of a family in your continuity. You just need to know here's a card. You can get here's a card, get into the mansion. It's because I never had a family, Carl. No, that's a lie. It, it, is 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 Jeeves a voice a robotic voice or an old man to you? Just just, just remind me. He's an old man. He's an old man, yeah, good. At least you at least you know your proper Avengers. <laughs> Moving on, would you like the Marvel news, dear? No, I want you to further take apart the fact that I love Marvel so much. Oh, no, because you never do it to me with DC ever. All right, fair, fair enough. <laughs> you win this round, sir. Sir. Uh, Marvel news? Yeah, why not? Go on. Um, we have an estimated release date, and I can't believe the words are leaving my mouth, <laughs> for Gambit. Oh, really? Valentine's next year. Oh, is it happening? It's it's in production, even though it's had three directors walk off of it. The producers dropped it. It was on the slate and off the slate. Channing Tatum is like, what the fuck am I acting in? Right. Now, I guarantee you, and we might be giving them ideas here because we know they listen. And who are they? The Wizards. Um, if it, they're doing, if they're going to release it on Valentine's Day, I bet you'll be a King of Hearts promotion. Of with him course. holding the King of Hearts card or something like that. I'm fucking calling it now with Channing Tatum's smug, wide, sausage-faced fucking visage all over the posters. He's not right for Gambit. I know he's not right for Gambit, sir. But as we know, at least he can put on a decent southern accent. He can put on a decent Cajun accent, yeah, because he did pull that off quite wonderfully in the head for late. But also, even if they go straight southern with it, you have what the accent he did in Kingsman. Yeah, all right. But if they, it, Gambit's the, I, Cajun, Cajun not southern. I, I know, but it, it's... You know what people are like. People are dicks. People are dicks. <laughs> yeah, all right. No, yeah, cool. So what, the Valentine's Day next year? Valentine's Day next year. So 12 months? Yeah, they got about twelve months to get this movie to, finished, to, to get finished, edited, post production, edited, and released. Promotions, marketing. <laughs> I don't think this is going to have a huge product Not marketing gonna, budget. Not going to happen. But um, never going to happen. This is. I didn't know this was a thing, but I'm kind of glad this is a thing. Tim Miller, who directed the wrote and directed the original Deadpool movie, yes, is working on a Kitty Pride movie, right? With script moving forward, co-written by Brian Michael Bendis. Something weird about that last one, isn't there, Dan? Yeah, but would he be busy writing Superman? He jumped ship to DC. Yeah, so that's Why odd. is he still working on a Marvel project? I, I don't know. Maybe maybe the final, maybe the not, final portal's been opened and hell's been unleashed and they're working his, together. I think this is, his final, this is his final project with Marvel and then he's Oh, do you reckon this was, this was organised or, pre-signing pre contract yeah, thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Is All right, cool. At least there's going to be some ensemble work in there. Yeah, no. And, you know, at least Joss Whedon's not doing it because he's not allowed to touch a female character or a female for a very long time. 
Ooh. He was a bad, bad man, he was Carl. A bad, bad I man. don't care that you love Firefly. He was a bad man. I've got news about that. No, you always have news about that. Of course I do. Yeah. You can't stop the signal, Daniel. Well, you can. You can. And I will. Do you know, Thor Ragnarok did well. It did all right. It did really well. Yeah, like, it was all right. Takawaihiti is now being offered everything. Yeah. But <laughs> funnily enough, Natalie Portman has come out and said, you know what? I don't think I would mind coming back as Jane Foster. No. Nah. They do another four movie. No, nah. no, nah. nah, she had a chance. No, no, she had no, a chance. no, no, no. She, she was quoted as saying she wants to get away from all of that stuff. And then all of a sudden they're popular again and they get And all directors. of a sudden they had an amazing four movie that made Gangbusters, which she was offered a role in. Yeah. And, and didn't take down. it. Well, I'm sorry, Natalie Portman, that's your own fault. I'm sorry you could have worked with one of the most influential directors of the last five years on an amazing comedy movie. With Jeff Goldblum. With Jeff Goldblum. You could have had a chance to work with Jeff Goldblum, but that chance will not come around again, will it, Natalie? You've learned your lesson. Bad Natalie. Have Bad you, Natalie. Have you seen the... Well, one, her SNL, recent SNL um, hosting was brilliant. She did a new rap where she uh, rags on the um, prequels of Star Wars that she was in. All right, I'll give her points for that. And, of course, I got Andy Samberg back just to do it because he was in the original. Well, was he in the original Star Wars, was he? No, in the original rap. Yeah, I know. Ha, 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 ha. You're funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't get... You can't do that. You can't be like, no, I want nothing to do with this. Oh, oh, made how much? Yeah, go on. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I can't be open to going back. Maybe you're walking part? Maybe you're you know? walk on part? No, Natalie. No. Well, and, and it also comes after the news of, obviously, the last, um, Chris Hemsworth has said that he wants to continue playing. You know what they should do? What? Instead of offering the role to Natalie Portman, offer it to Kieran Knightley. <laughs> she has range she has range but also you know the fact that they played and didn't play and they look the same and don't look the same no because um, Natalie Portman play um, Natalie sorry, Portman no, played Queen Kira, Amidala Kira, Kira Knightley played, played like her, her, her handmaid hand and, and duplicate and duplicate yeah so give it to Kira Knightley she's got range uh, Kevin Feige 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 Foggy has um, come out with um, basically what I explained about the Captain Marvel costume yeah it's a prototype it's a one scene on one part of the movie. I'm it's, telling you, they're listening. It will. It's literally what people have been saying. It's it's an earlier version of the costume that will change. The color scheme will change to her traditional Marvel look near the end of the movie. They're not going to miscolor her. At least you know I miss, um, that might well be the most logical step. Almost like you thought it through, and then Kevin Feige, Feige, Foggy Fums come out and gone. Oh, yeah, no, that's what we're doing. I'm telling you, he listens. <laughs> of course, he does. He listens, do. Carl. All right, Dan, let's play Guess the Box Office. <laughs> what do you think, into the nearest million, did um, Black Panther make opening weekend? Six. Just six million opening weekend. Well, Black Panther flopped terribly. <laughs> no, um, what's it? Something odd. Um, wasn't like something like 400 million or something like that? Something You're not ridiculous? far off. 387 million. Jesus. It's the highest opening, February opening ever beating Deadpool, which set the record at $132 million. It wow. smashed it. Do- over double. Right, that means I've now got to watch it and then we can do a review and a, a We have to do it. We're going to have to, gonna have to yeah. do this. Trust me, I, I, I'd love to, I want to talk about it because it's amazing. But you can't, Carl. No, I can't because, one, we're still in the spoilers window. It's we are, we're in the first inside, two weeks. It's eating isn't it? But, um, it's, it's eating you alive. A little bit is. <laughs> <sighs> There's, so, there's little. I just want to say things, but I can't say the quote. I want to quote Dan. It's <laughs> killing me that I can't quote this movie. We need to get you in some sort of special group. <sighs> but no, it's it's doing amazingly well, and it's set to. Um, it's already going to set box office records. Yeah, that's really really impressive. 
Because they're, they're already talking about Oscar stuff with this now, aren't they? Yeah. They're saying you can't Not ignore... Not this year. Yeah, but you can't... You can no longer ignore the fan base and the money they're making. These mm. these little stupid superhero movies. The, the Academy's why got Logan's to recognise this Oscars. Yeah, which I hope it wins. Yeah, I hope so it leaves something. Hopefully hair and makeup. No, no, I've checked. A super, there's no superheroes in this category this year. It's because it's they're still embarrassed about giving that to Suicide Squad. Oh, that, that some you think it's like a La La Land situation. <laughs> you know, someone read the wrong wrong bit out, but they were like, it's too late now, they got the award. They've got the award. David Eye's already up on stage, <laughs> using X's and Z's in every sentence. I did it, Ma! I did it! Top of the worlds! And now time for a recurring segment on this show. God damn it, Lego! <laughs> what have they spoilt this week? They've released the um, Lego sets for Age of Ultron. And one of them... Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Carl's just popped into the past there for a second. Infinity How was it? It was nice. Was it, was it was a simpler good, time. It was a simpler time. It was a better I time. I was pretty then. Yeah, we had rickets, you know, <laughs> vitamin D deficiency. <laughs> and all that dancing. All that dancing. I'm Something re- called jazz. I am, I am re-watching Black Books. <laughs> um, no, um, they released the a, some of the sets for Infinity War. One of them is the Hulkbuster armor. Nice. With Banner... Jumping out of it, yeah. So and obviously showing the Soul Stone as ah. well. It's called the Wakandan Battle Set. Mm. Guess where the Soul Stone, Stone is, is, kids? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like in- a really shit game of Where's Wally, where it's just one thing. Well, once you see Bat Panther, you're like, it kind of gives away. Yeah, that's where the Soul Stone. Yeah, but really Lego. Is. Have a history of doing this. Surely they. I know they've got to release stuff. You've got I know to release toys. Thing, but you got. But black out a figure or something. Just one thing, you know. They used to do it back in the day. They used to just like black out the figure before the movie came out and then release the image. Just have but, everything edited, like yeah. the, like those old nineteen fifties, like you know, well, um, like, what, what, the FBI things. We were meeting at the blank, at the blank of the blank. But the no, blank, it's comic book fans. You, you remember blacked out posters? Like, then they would release a character every couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah. And that, they'll build up for a thing. It's what they did with the Exiles recently, but it would all have been released before I found out it was a thing. <laughs> oh, never mind, Carl. Well, let's sometimes the, the only characters that didn't. Sometimes re- things just, you know, just go by. It's fine. The only one they didn't reveal really was um, Le- uh, Leah Thompson Valkyrie. Yeah. Which I still can't believe is going to be in the exile. I still love that though. I think that's really cool. But um, yeah, so getting back to Lego, fucking up everything. Yeah, they, it's not they fuck up everything. It's just like I'm all for. I don't mind spoilers. We spoil everything. Yeah, I don't. But for but, other people. The, but there's there's the point of this show. There's spoilers and then showing pivotal points of movies because it's in it's an action figure. It's like the um, airplane scene. Yeah, Ant Man. Which, 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 yeah. which leaked that they were doing Giant Man. Well, yeah, but that's it because you know Ant Man can in the movie. You know he can grow big and get small as yeah. you watch the movie right and that was obviously in Ant-Man in Civil War you didn't know if they were going to do that or not we so didn't know if we were saving Giant Man to Infinity War so which you, is a lot of I actually suspected was the first thing they would yeah, do yeah which would have made sense but no to have the Lego playset come out with the Giant Man yeah. figure you're like oh well I know what's going to happen now Yeah, it's ruined it so that scene loses a bit of its appeal because you know what's going to happen speaking about just, speaking about going back to the past because we are, we have to go back virtually. Let's go back to a simpler time, Dan. Let's go back to 1998. Marvel wasn't doing too good. Sang about a Clone War. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they had to sell their properties off pretty quick and sharp oh, yeah. to make some money. So, uh, oh, yeah, they, so they, they had, they, they had so, debt collectors knocking on the door. This is when they sold Spider-Man to Sony. Yep, and I bet you they're happy they did that. Sony was offered the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe and turned it down. Wow, in 1998. 
can you imagine how different movies would have been? Uh, Marvel movies entirely. I bet you. If they had access to everything straight away, Sony. Christ. That means you wouldn't have got the X-Men movies from Fox. You wouldn't have got Daredevil or Punisher or Elektra. I don't think I really want... The Fantastic Four movies. Oh, yeah, no, that's a good thing. So I'm just saying... Take them back. This is up Take until... Take it all back, God. I'm just talking about what, what they had in the interim until Marvel did their own stuff. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. And they turned it down. I they bet turned it down. I bet you there's one head executive at Sony just still they now, still they kicking did, himself. No, because of Marvel's downfall and the fact that they could have been closing doors, it wouldn't have been marketable to take the entire thing if Marvel collapsed. So they just went, let's take so the one we, that we, we know the most we, of. We've just, spent, we've just spent tons of millions of dollars to get all this catalogue and all these characters. There's no more comics. There's no more stories being made for this. It's a dead company. They oh, could have... But the money they would have given which probably would have kept Marvel going, but it's you never they didn't know at the time. And unfortunately, Marvel from that day on didn't go from strength to strength and Marvel, now as we know it, Marvel Mar- doesn't Marvel, exist. Marvel shut their doors three weeks later. I'm not kidding. They're literally a global sensation making literally three hundred odd million at the weekend. That's insane. Dude. On a Black Panther movie. It's insane. Like I said, I bet, you the, I bet you there's a guy at Sony just, you know, I bet you he's on like Suicide Watch, but his family like, no, no, we, we have to stay with him at all times. It's fine. Venom, Venom will do okay. Venom will Ven- do okay. Ven- Venom will be fine. Venom will save us. Venom will save us. <laughs> no. We are Venom. <laughs> From that trailer alone. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, we're, we're at the Misk news, dear. Mm, give me some of that sweet, sweet, sweet Misk. Um, Transformers will do a complete reboot. <gasps> After Bumblebee. Oh, why? My brain. Why? Stop it. Let it die. Let it die. Let it go away. No, but if it reboots, it might actually be good again. Still going to be Michael Bay doing it. Mm-mm. Is it not? No. They're, oh, then it might be good again. They're, they're Lucasing him. They're slapping his hands away. You, it's like, no, you've Mike. done enough. No, Michael, you've done it. You've ruined this. You've done enough. No. You get yeah. your sandwich and Diet Coke in a minute, Michael. <laughs> or in his case, probably you. No, it's milk, because he milk. used to do the milk. He was yeah. the, he's the guy who did got milk. Yeah, he was got milk. Yeah, he was the got milk guy, wasn't he? Yeah. I'm looking forward to the day where Michael Bitt isn't as famous and he's wandering around from studio to studio going, I used to be the gut milk guy. <laughs> I'm Michael Bay, damn it. I like us had sets and explosions. But it just it still God, means, unfortunately, Bumble, the Bumblebee movie will be... Michael Bay. Michael Bay. <sighs> Clusterfuck. Just stop it. Stop it now. You want the Voltron movie. I want the Voltron movie. We all want... Well, I want a decent I Power... I want the Voltron. You I want, want a want decent Power Voltron. Rangers movie, mate. You got a decent Power Rangers movie. Yeah, it was in the 90s with the original cast, and it was awesome. Yeah, but that one wasn't sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. Mmm, Dunkin' Donuts. No, it was It was, It was. was the Angel Grove Cafe that looked nothing like the Angel Grove Cafe. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Are you angry? Part Irish? Do you like starting fights with strangers and tepid coffee? Come to Dunkin' Donuts. And Dunkin' Donuts, if you're listening, I'll have a t-shirt. Oh, one of these days, dear, you'll get a T-shirt. Yeah, somebody's going to send me one one day. Um, Kung Fury, as um, the Netflix original Kung Fury, the yeah. thirty-minute-long awesomeness that it was, is getting a big-screen sequel. Yeah, with Michael Fassbender and Arnold Schwarzenegger and David Hasselhoff as well. And the Hoffs coming and the back. Hoffs coming back. Is yeah. he doing another song for it? I don't know. I don't know. Song song but but yeah, I've got, I've, got, I've got the catching news. Is that, uh, uh, Schwarzenegger's heading over to uh, feature in the feature length follow up to David Sandberg's uh, Kung Fury action shot. So um, dead, David Sandberg is obviously returning as uh, Kung Fury. David Sandberg? Yeah. Oh, the guy, original guy. Yeah, the original guy. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. He's going to return as Kung Fury. Oh, um, that's good. I was, I was, I thought, I thought I read that Fastbender was taking on the lead role. No, Fast Fastbender's going to. I think Fastbender's going to be another one of the Thundercops. Oh, sweet. But the synopsis for it is, is one of the original Thundercops dies, causing mm. them to disband. Mm. And this is a sentence I never thought I'd ever say ever, but this is why I love Kung Fury. 
causing Adolf Hitler to return. <laughs> Yay! And a mysterious villainous <laughs> figure from either the past or the future helping Adolf Hitler, king of Aryan Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah. I said it. Searching for the ultimate weapon. Yeah, no, I remember. Arnold Schwarzenegger no, is No, remember, the- in, in, in Kung Fury, he's referred to as the Kung Fuhrer. Yeah, the Kung Fuhrer, yeah. So the Kung Fuhrer is back. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, yeah, so Arnold, Sp- Arnold Schwarzenegger is... Guys, a- you can't see this, but our sound guy is literally losing his shit. <laughs> <He's> just- <laughs> laugh, dude, laugh. Oh, <laughs> did you not, Paul, did you not know about this? No. The Kung Fuhrer. Have you never seen Kung Fuhrer? You've never Fury? seen Kung Fuhrer? This, right, all of this is based off a theory Mel Brooks had. Yeah, seriously, man. All, all of this is based off a theory Mel Brooks had that if... Uh, to take away the the, nor- the notoriety and the evil of somebody, make them a figure of ridicule. Is why That's why Mel Brooks always takes the piss out of Hitler. So people don't forget how evil he was and it's, you know, to take the piss out of him. It, while he was la- when he was last on Jimmy Fallon, he literally stood up, combed his hair to the side, used his brushes and moustache and did the Nazi salute. Just because he could on national fig- TV. To make him a figure of ridicule. So yeah, so anyway, so yeah, so that that wonderful aside from, you know, the Kung Fuhrer and yeah. all of that. Uh, so Schwarzenegger is I might playing- want to rearrange some of this news, actually looking at it. <laughs> Schwarzenegger's playing the President of the United States. Of course he is. Right, well he was the governor, so he might get- you know, No, because this, is, this is, must be set in the same continuity as uh, Demolition Man. Nah, nah, come on, do it, do it. Do it now. Do it now, kick off Adolf Hitler's head. Sweep the leg, do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, ca- I can't wait for this. I love Kung Fury. <laughs> it's, I really can't wait. So, yeah, so that, that's we got to hack synopsis. the past. So, yeah, so that's the synopsis. One of the original Thundercops, which, again, I love that. I just love that. They're called the Thundercops. Mm-hmm. Dies, so they have to, like, re- reband and go back to Fords through time to stop Adolf Hitler from stealing the Ulmer weapon. But the the, uh, the rumour is might be Fassbender might be helping Adolf Hitler. Well, <laughs> he was in Inglorious Bastards. That's true. As, as a turncoat. Yes. Uh, but he wasn't a turncoat, he was a spy. We got some casting for the What We Do in the Shadows TV series. Yeah. And it's one of our favourites, and it's a man they love to throw makeup on. Mr. Doug Jones is joining oh, the Doug cast. Oh, Doug Jones is joining oh, the cast. And Takawaiti is writing and directing the is writing the series synopsis. They're going to do and directing the first episode. Brilliant. They're going to do Doug Jones as Nosferatu, aren't they? He will be playing. He will be playing be, Nosferatu. Yeah, because it's a prequel to the movie. Oh, nice. Oh, so it's prequel to the movie. Oh, it'll, it'll it take gonna no. Be... It's going to take place in the few months where they've got the full cast together. Oh wow! So it'll be it will lead most probably season one will lead up to what we get to the movie with Peter's death. I love that. I but love yeah, that I'm movie. guessing he's playing Peter. What's going on with We Are Wolves as well? We Are Wolves is in pre-production. I love I love that so much. Hey, and hey, re- restart, we're werewolves, re- restart, not swearwolves. Reese Darby has been interviewed recently because he's got the script and he said it, it is literally what fans are going to love it. It's gonna, it's it, it pays homage. And there is a lengthy scene in the movie with the vampires. Nice. So the the cast is coming back. Brilliant. You're going to get everybody you want. Oh, that's sweet. I really thoroughly enjoyed um, what we do in the shadows. I love what we do in the shadows. It's it's Takaway Haiti. And that's why I'm happy that people are realising. Still didn't like him as Korg, though. I know, yeah, but you can get over that for how well it Oh, no, yeah, I can get over it because it was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. But um, um, Jamie Lee Curtis has come out and said that the new Halloween... Halloween. Halloween. That, that's a weird way to say that card. I hope nobody else knew or drew attention to that fact. No. Tell me of the new Halloween movie. Halloween movie. Halloween, sorry. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not idiocy. It's failure with style. Um, <laughs> um, is astonishingly scary. That is yep. a direct quote. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't believe you. It won't be. 
No. Well, it's, she's not, she has no reason to lie. I haven't said that. James Cameron did tell us that Terminator Genesis is literally the truest sequel to Terminator 2 we'll ever get. Oh, yeah. I've got some other news on that as well with uh, Terminator 6. Oh, uh, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get, uh, <laughs> go for it now. Go for it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just because, like, um, they've turned around and said that ignore all of the other movies. Yeah. Terminator 6 is essentially Terminator 3. Yes. All the other movies happen in an alternative timeline. It's all bullshit. Don't worry. Schwarzenegger's going to be back as the T-100. It's T-800. T-800. T-800 Model 101. Right, nerd. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, hang on. Yes, yeah, so am I. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and but he's keeping his role as the Terminator, or not the Terminator, close to his chest. So yeah. I'm really quite looking forward to that. Plus the idea that they can turn around and go, no, all that other shit? Yeah, ignore all it. Get, or Didn't pl- happen. Didn't or he's, happen. Or he's playing the character from the Terminator 3 deleted season. Hi, I'm Sergeant Candy. <laughs> <laughs> can we do something about his voice? We can fix it. We can fix it in post. Yeah. Come on, do it. Dub me do now. It now. Nah, do it now. Um... Do, uh, no, uh, Doctor, the next season of Doctor Who will, is apparently going to feature an episode where they travel back and meet Rosa Parks. Oh, how is the new Doctor Who going? It's not started yet. Oh, it's not started yet? Yeah, uh, it starts in September, but that'll be our first... Is, the, is, it, is there still an uproar over that the Doctor Who's got boobies? No, no, the fandom's kind of calmed down ever since she appeared at the end of the Christmas special. I thought they would. When literally her first line was, oh, brilliant. <laughs> not even kidding, that's literally her first line. Brilliant. And then the TARDIS explodes, she falls out of it, and the TARDIS disappears. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's going to happen to the TARDIS? I don't know. What's huh? going to happen with the Doctor? I don't know. Tune in to September, <laughs> Doctor Who. Same bad time, same bad channel. Dude. What? <laughs> We're not Fat Man on Batman. Oh, yeah. One day, one day. <laughs> <laughs> the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie is, go- is going into production in Ireland next year. Oh. In February. That's because they're all going to be down the pub. With that's you. what that's what I want to say. Who's playing Obi Wan? You and McGregor. Is it you McGregor? So basically, he's gone. Yeah, I'll do this, but I want to go over to Ireland. So they're no, because they're they're filming the the it's his exile. So yeah, it's... but they're getting closer to my idea of I just want an hour and a half of you and McGregor stumbling around drunk, channeling uh, <laughs> Sir Alec Guinness, just in, in a home, going through bits of bric-a-brac, just talking to himself. That should be the entire movie. So oh, basically, I the, when the, I got this, oh. basically the premise of the Star Trek shorts that we're never getting that Seth Green was going to do. Yeah. Oh, um. <laughs> where, where he's a ho- he's a hobo in the desert tricking people for money. Yeah, that would be brilliant. I want to see that. Oh, I be, used to cry be, at Dragon Bone. Oh, Luke. Oh. Be, being, being, uh, being haunted literally by Jedi ghosts the whole time. Get off my back, Qui-Gon. For God's sake, Qui-Gon. Right. be a touch Celtic, I feel. I like that idea. Maybe they'll have Yoda wearing a little hat, a little hat with a buckle on it, carrying a pig under his arm. <laughs> oh, hello there. Tell me more about these Medichlorians. LeBron James is producing... Oh, they can call it Anakin's Ashes. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Um, <laughs> LeBron James is producing a reboot of House Party. Right. That needs to happen. That, that doesn't need to that happen. That doesn't need to happen at all. Why? Why? Like, again, what leaves... Just leave some things alone. I mean, this movie's going to make House Party look like House, house party, party 2 hey. or House Party 3. Shut, Shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> so what's this, House Party 4 or house, new House no, Party? Re- rebooting so House rebooting Party. It will be House Party. Any casting news? No, literally, huh? this is the announcement that he's producing it, so it won't be casting or anything for the next couple of weeks. I will keep an eye on the story as it progresses. Get the Wayne Brothers in. <laughs> no. What are they doing now? No, you, you know who's got a cameo in this movie? Kid in Play. Yeah. And Martin Lawrence. Yeah. 
That's all I wanted. Does Martin uh, Martin Lawrence has got paid the dad. But does Martin Lawrence need the work though? Because he's always so busy. But he's doing he's doing a comedy tour at the moment. Yes. Yes. I follow Sorry. him on I follow him on Facebook. Comedy tour. I don't he, find him funny. I don't mind Martin Lawrence. I like Martin dehydrated running around on drugs, Lawrence. That's always hilarious. <laughs> oh, bad bad boys too. Yeah. Um Whose house? Run's, Run's house. <laughs> Martin, Martin, how how y'all feeling tonight? <laughs> Shut up, Martin Lawrence. Anyway, yeah, so, all right, so house party's happening. Todd McFarlane has met with actors to play the new Spawn. Right. No announcement, no who no, he's meeting, he's but just he, met with he is meeting people to play Spawn. Who would you give it to, Perfect World? Uh, I'd, rec- I'd get Michael J. White back in. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah, I suppose so. At least, at least time's caught up with what he would want to do budget-wise and effects-wise. And his martial arts has only gotten better. Yeah. No, but I'm saying Tom McFarlane as well with what he wanted to do with yeah, no, Spawn. Yeah, no, no, no. What, what we can do with CGI now is perfect for Spawn. Yeah. We're at that level where you could do Spawn righteously. I want to say who's, I want to say who's going to play Burke and Twitch. Twitch and Sam, you mean? No, yeah, sorry, Sam and Twitch, not Burke yeah. and Twitch. Burke and Hare is what I'm thinking of. That was a weird... Sorry, my, my, that was a Andy weird... Andy Serkis cross, and Simon Pegg? That was just a weird cross thing in my brain for a second there. Inside my mind. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly... Um, Spawn, uh, if you're casting new, are you going to go young? Uh, Donald Glover. For Mephisto, maybe. Um, yeah. But not, not... Not Spawn. Not Al Simmons. You've got to bring... What's his name back, though? As, as in a Actually, cameo. know who... I, um, Omar, Omar Jackson Jr. I thought you said Omar Sharif. Oh, Omar Jackson Jr. Yeah, that will work, yeah. Yeah, um, I can see that, yeah. Ice Cube's kid. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I think he'd be good for Well, it's, for it's nice that Todd McFarlane's keeping busy and he's meeting with actors. Yeah. Yes. Um, keeps, a, him, keeps him off We drugs. are getting a Child's Play TV series. Oh. Not, not Chucky, Child's Play, written by Don Mancini, who did write the original movie, or has written and directed the last two um, Chucky movies. Why? Actually, no. He, he's directed everyone since... Uh, Bride of Chucky. Oh, good. Why? Why? Stop Stop it. Why? Because a murderous doll on TV, the premise of Chucky would work better as a series than it would ever But it's not going to be Chucky, so it's going to be a new murderous doll or an old No, it'd be Chucky. Doll. It's Child's Play. They're doing Chucky, the TV show oh. series, written by the guy who created and wrote Chucky. Why what? are you mad at this? Because, well, I've never really liked Child's Play. I've never understood why the idea of a demonically possessed doll is terrifying. Kick it across the room. But it'll come at you again and again and again it's a and again. Doll, take it apart. Well, basically, the backstory for this set it on fire. <laughs> they lock did. it in a sack and throw it in the river. They've done Nail that. Nail it to a frisbee, throw it over a fucking rainbow, Carl. <laughs> I never understood why. I people knew that found, last one was coming. I but never it gets understood me every why time. people found Chucky in the Child's Play movie scary. I don't find it scary. Oh, it's demonic little doll. I, I, I enjoy it. I preferred the leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. I'm, I'm not Garth. <laughs> That doesn't work on me. Oh shit! Yeah. Besides, he went to space and the ghetto. Leprechaun in the head. Leprechaun in the hood is one of the greatest cinematic masterpieces of all time. I still, I, I still write for. And when in, I, met I write Warwick, in space over ghetto. And when I re- met Warwick Davis, I told him so. Well, I literally bumped into him. <laughs> yeah, you kicked him across a corner room floor. I didn't. You keep exacerbating that story worse than it is. <laughs> I, he was on my blind side. I didn't see him. I knocked him to you the floor. You punted I, him like a football at the Super Bowl, and there was like three seconds left at the last quarter. It's Hi. good. Hi, Mark it's David. all good. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. No, hang on. Sorry, weren't you juggling him and uh, Kenny Baker? Just toss them around like a hockey sack. You're an awful person, Carl. I am. But do you know what is an awful? Fireflies come back, bitches. Ugh. 
I'm not, as I'm a not... book, as a book series with the first one written <laughs> by Josh Whedon. <laughs> Get all excited there. Some live action Firefly. No, you've got to read it off the page. God, what is this, the 1920s? I haven't read a good book in years. It's about time these books have been made. <laughs> so what, is it just as a book series, as an anthology then? It will be, take, it will be, it's going to be a prequel series. It's going to be featuring the car. Well, I can't expect it to be very interesting if they did it after the movie. Well, no. Gina's most of them died. Serenity, the, the Firefly, uh, Serenity, the comic book is after the series. Is it's it? Amazing. What are they doing with Wash then? They, uh, what, there's, there's, they did the, the death issue for him. Thing is though, right? I can use Paul because Paul said them in time. He, he, he won't say the words out loud because it hurts him so much. Wash is dead, Carl. No, he's he's dead. He's not. He's dead. He's not. And like Sammy Fishboy Pryor, he ain't never coming back. He can come back. He can't come back. Flashbacks he's dead. are available. He's dead. Once Upon a Time is finally ending. Is it? Yes, finally. After, after, that, went on for a, that went on for a tad too long, I feel. It went on for a whole series where half the cast left. Yeah, but not like in Dribs or Drabs, did it? it no, was like no, one, like one episode three was like, of them yeah, walked one, out. Yeah, one episode was like, and here's the cast members. Next episode was like, and here's some different characters all together because no, they, they walked out. They did the, 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 the tried and tested method, dear. Time jump! Time jump! <laughs> three years later. It's still going on. Ten years yeah. later. Oh, yeah, so yeah, ten, ten years, years later, later. Yeah, wasn't it? Ten years later. It's still going on. And it's and this time it's and this time it's thingy. You know and my, it's his kid. Do you know what my favourite use of a time jump? Henry, because I I watched it for the first time the other day. Uh, Les Miserables, the time jump in that. Oh, he's the a slave. Miserables. Yeah, the Miserables. He's a slave, and then like eight years later, he now owns a factory. That 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 left a lot more questions than it answered in those eight years. I told you you can sum up Les, Les Miserables in one sentence: somebody stole some bread and then shit went down. <laughs> Petty larceny <laughs> leads to rebellion. Yeah. He's just in. <laughs> um, right. I told you on the last show or a couple of shows ago that we're getting a Black Dynamite sequel. Yeah. That's not strictly true. We are getting... Did you lie to me, Carl? I'm not going to lie to you. Why did you lie to me? It's not a Black, Light, it's not a black Dynamite sequel. Black Panther? Black it's Lightning? It's a black Western comedy <gasps> called Outwe- Outlaw Johnny Black. Yes, please. Which will basically be Black Dynamite in the Old West. It's going to be Blazing Saddles, but it's a TV series. Uh, no, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. It's a Even movie. Better. Yes, please. With, yes, with, all with of this. majority of the Black Dynamite cast coming back, playing similar roles in that time period. And now I have to get back to the range where I come from, partner. partner. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, oh, we've got to have Baron Vaughn as his outlaw brother, who God, is secretly Baron. undercover for the secret. I just want Black Dynamite in the West. It can be the Pinkertons. Oh, yeah. Said so the Secret Service would be the Pinkertons. Oh, yes. Yeah. Little known, bunch, little known fact about the Pinkertons, they were a bunch of bastards. <laughs> I don't think that's a little known fact, dear. Did you know it? No. They are the little known fact. Don't correct me. <laughs> what have I, I didn't told get you this about far, correcting me? I didn't get this far getting being corrected, Carl. <laughs> Says uh, a lot about my life, really. <laughs> that, uh, you, you said you had some missed news. Oh, yeah, you? I've got some more missed news uh, casting-wise. Uh, mm. Ray Fisher, you might know him, and we all might know him as uh, Cheap Iron Man. Sorry, uh, Cyborg. Yes, in um, the Justice League movie. In the yeah, Justice League uh, CGI-a-thon. Um, He's going to be joining the cast of True Detective season three. That's now, good. I love True. De- the first season of True Detective was absolutely it's brilliant. Amazing. And Matthew McConaughey is awesome in it. Season two got a bit of a lukewarm reception. I still quite enjoyed it because I kind of like. It wasn't that for me, but I, un- I can see why. Yeah. I know why you enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I mean, because the aesthetic was was brilliant. I, I enjoyed the cast in it as well. But um, yeah, so Ray Fisher is going to be playing the son of, and if I get his name wrong, I do apologise. But he's one of my favourite actors, uh, Mace. Maya Shala Ali, mm-hmm. who played Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. Yeah. 
He's no, playing a state investigator called Wayne uh, Wayne Keys, and Fish is playing his son called uh, Freddie Burns. And um, I, like I said, I really enjoyed True Detective. And uh, I just, there's other people that have joined this cast. This cast looks absolutely stellar. And mm-hmm. if it's focusing also on the interplay between father and son, as well as you know the procedural crime drama, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's going to be brilliant. I think it's really no, but I, it is interesting to watch Ray Fisher go from the big screen, as it were, through DC as cyborg, and you know mm-hmm. their, their their flagship headline in Justice League movie, which everybody loved. What nope. was with the mustache? Um, to then go to like HBO drama. A guy, I, I a guy, a guy on paint CGI'd <laughs> out the must on, on Microsoft Paint CGI'd out the work mustache, and it was better than what anybody did. Just copy and paste. Just copy and paste little skin coloured. Little yeah. squares, yeah. Just you should have just let him shave the mustache off. I, 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 no offense, if he had to go back to that set, there is enough decent prosthetic artists in Hollywood that could literally recreate that Look, mustache. Right here's here's the thing, right? At the opening of Saving Private Ryan, the opening scene of Saving Private Shaving Ryan, Ryan's privates, yes. Right, um, Steven Spielberg used legitimate amputees and mm. amputees from wars, mm. from modern day wars, to recreate the pain and suffering and to show the reality of war, right? They couldn't even fucking shave off a mustache. Yeah. They could have gone to the party store down the road and got one of those big stick-on ones, yeah. right? It's fucking insane. Well, it's the same with Edgar Wright. Most of the um, uh, hacked-off zombies that you see in Shaun of the Dead are amputees. Yeah. To the, but, po- to the point that Simon Pegg did not feel good on set saying, oh, God, it's got an arm off. Because so, yeah. it was a legit man it's with a, a missing with arm. arm. Well, you know. Uh, I give him a hand, but still. What? I love you, dear. Um, it's time for Don't my weird finger. Me for being the horrible. Any more miss news, dear? No, that's all my miss news. Um, then it's time for um, cage watch. Dun dun dun. There is no cage watch. Moving on. Uh, weird thing of the week. My weird thing of the week. Okay, do your weird thing of the week, Carl. Nothing normally happens. All right. Bill Murray. Yeah. Is bringing Carl's <laughs> weird thing. Weird thing of the week with Carl. Come join us now for a cavalcade of whimsy for Carl's weird thing of the week. You done? Yeah. Whatever I say, you're going to interrupt. Yeah, cool. Sorry. Yeah, go on. So, Bill Murray. (laughs) Bill Murray wants to bring back bell bottoms. He is literally (laughs) crowdfunding. A, a, a thing at the moment to produce bell bottoms called Bill Bottoms, obviously, because it's Bill Murray. Bill Bottoms. It's Bill Bottoms with his signature Lucy the Caboose print. Oh, yes. I'd wear a pair. Fuck it. Anything for Murray. They're, they'll cost you about $100.83. Maybe I won't. Exactly. Maybe I won't buy a pair. Oh, for us, that's about 70 quid. You spend more on that on a pair of jeans. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll rent a pair for a while. <laughs> Um, the crowd, it's only like a couple, it's, ne- it's nearing its goal. It's got like two weeks left. It's got about a few grand to raise, but it's made 60% of what it needs have you to raise. In, have you chucked in a couple of nuggets? I chucked in have 10 chucked bucks. In Did you? <laughs> it's Bill Murray chasing a green. What? Bill Murray <laughs> apparently does not have the money to do this Bill, himself. I was about to say it. Bill Murray, the little kid that couldn't. Do you know why he's bringing back bell bottoms? Apparently they're ideal to golf in. All right. That's the only reason he's doing it is that he he's he's no, made... he's doing it for the exact reason why because he's Bill fucking Murray. He's yeah. decided I'm going to bring my bell bottoms. Let's see what happens. I can change fashion. Yeah, I might. Start and they, wonder and, if and, that man has a little too much time on his hands. I, I I can tell you now that they are then they're they're, they're awful. 
They are not. <laughs> they are not good-looking trousers, my friend. Bell bottoms never were good-looking trousers, dude. There's only one good bell bottoms, and that's on, by then. the John Blues Orchestra. John Blues Electric Orchestra. Yeah, I was. I was going to say, are we, are we in Carl's house of fashion here, <laughs> mate? I've. I'll wa- tell you who I- makes a sweet bell bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why I did that slightly Jerry, Jeremy Clarkson style. No, 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 it worked, dear. Ooh, double denim. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Bill Murray's Bell Bottoms. Bill Murray's Bill Murray's Bill, Bill Bottoms. Bill Bottoms. That's just so fucking bizarre. But he's got, if he, if he gets the money and does advertisements for these, he's got to use Bell Bottoms. I don't know. Pair, pair that with a, co- a nice brown corduroy shirt and a purple velvet waistcoat. Yeah, you could be really rocking. <laughs> you, Maybe some open toed Crocs. <laughs> you're going to look great at the die through your next shindig. <laughs> you look great. Wrecking through trash. You look great on the next tour of the dead. <laughs> hey, the Grateful Dead are coming back, are they? No. No. Um, it's that time, dear. It's time for Netflix News! A series of unfortunate events trailer. Season two. Season two. Loved it. Loved the trailer. Loved the way it started having Patrick Warburton speak on the screen. As the Lemony Snicket. Um, or, or laugh, you know, N-P-H. N-P-H. Comes in. He's like, oh, this advertising is so season one. How about <laughs> we do it my style? More villainy, more violence, more drama. Was it, what did he say? Uh, dastardly, I can't remember how he put it, like something like dastardly villains and vi- uh, villainous dast- da- dastardness or something like that. Yeah. Brilliant. And it's going, no, to be, said- it's going to be quite terrible, I can assure you. Uh, I just thought it was brilliant. I just, and it looks, it looks fantastic as well. They've lost none of that wonderful style that I loved of Lemony Snicket. No. So, yeah, I think that's going to be absolutely brilliant. Uh, it's like all the cast is coming back. Uh, we got a teasing of the some of the new uncles and aunts and uncles we're going to meet. Yeah. I always liked that as well with the fact that it was you, you got to meet these other people. And also, I know we might have been slightly moustache heavy on this episode, but Nathan Fillion with a moustache. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. It looks no. good. But His Nathan face, Fillion his face is-, is a lot bigger. Shut up. He's getting quiet, chunky. Quiet, quiet, you. <laughs> now let's get you good and angry. Yeah. Jessica Jones season two. What the fuck's uh, going on? I can't. I just Who's can't. Who's the villain? Just Carl, I just can't anymore. I just fucking can't. I fucking hate, Je- I fucking hate Jessica Jones, dude. I know you do, but we got to talk about awful. it. It was just it, the, the sheer level of fucking melodrama that was in the first one and the things that didn't make sense in the first one. Oh, this is my best friend. It was a radio show. Uh, she, a star but she's also a reclusive shut-in who goes on many dates outside in the real world but she can't leave a house what? that makes no sense oh and here's a throwaway character that might turn out to be somebody else but it's not oh and here's my heroin addicted junkie friend who turns out to be a villain but he's not the only decent thing about that was when fucking Luke Cage showed up and David Tennant being a bad guy that who, was it who is, who is apparently the gentleman you hear clapping at the end of the yes trailer. apparently the purple man's going to be back old rapey himself but um, <laughs> That's what happened in the comics. No, no, no. But yeah, but then that now going through, this it, is season it, two, and they're making it an origin story of Jessica Jones. I didn't care enough in the first season. Why the fuck do they want to do an origin story now? Move it on. They should turn it into a week by week, fucking big bad of the week. She's got to deal with somebody while she boozes around town and sleeps around town because she's not a nice person. She's a horrible, Jessica Jones is a horrible person. She's a terrible role model for women as well. People go, oh, Jessica Jones, female empowerment, she's doing her own way. She's an alcoholic, suffering from PTSD, who doesn't want to get involved with anybody, shuts herself off, and is incredibly selfish, and takes away from her friends. She's an awful, awful, awful person, and I, for one, won't fucking stand for it. Still going to watch the first yeah, episode. Gonna, we're yeah. still going to watch season two, though, because we're going to have to review it, there. Yeah, I know. But I just, I, I, just, I don't know. It was, I think it's the hardball dialogue and stuff like that. It's, oh, it depends on how much I, you know. 
mess up my day or how much shit I have to go through. It's like, oh, that's your third glass tonight. Put it on my tab. And it's just awful. It's to be honest with you, I'm going to watch it. I'm not looking forward to it, but having said that, it, I'm, like, I, like, I, I won't punish you. It's like a I want season three of Daredevil. I want Punisher season two. Yeah. And and Luke Cage season two. I want Luke Cage season two, and I want them to and do... And I want Luke Cage, Luke Cage season two for the soundtrack. That's true. But I also want them to do another season of Iron Fist, but do it properly. They already said that they were, they know why they went wrong. Yeah. First of all, they didn't teach him any proper martial arts or didn't give him time to learn. He had three months yeah, of training that's, that's not beforehand. Enough. That's not when, enough also, to be a kung fu master. Also, what they have to do is when they do Iron Fist season two, they have to start off with him telling somebody, yeah, but I'm the immortal, and it's the, I'm the immortal Iron Fist, and somebody just turns around and goes, we know. Yeah. Right? They and then just not that. mention it. And they need to show a fucking dragon. They you want to see him, the dragon? They need to show him punching the heart out of a dragon. That's essentially what happened. Plunged his hand into a molten dragon heart. Yeah, I know. That's a really cool origin. I Iron Fist was really cool. And showed the costume. Yellow bandana, Bruce Lee inspired tracksuit, him mo- walking down the street to a hip-hop beat, walking alongside Luke Cage. Yeah. That's what I want to see. You want Heroes for Hire? I want Heroes for Hire. Make season two Heroes for Hire. Yeah, I'm all for it. Speaking of season twos, uh, Punisher season two might be adapting the Slavers arc. Nice. I'll punish That'd be pretty cool. I'd like you, that. You know the Slaver a bit better than I do. Uh, very vaguely. We'd probably yeah. have to get John Byrne in. We, we, I, think we, well, see, I think we should get John on for a Punisher review. Yeah, well, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, also as well, I, I want them to bring back Jigsaw because obviously at the end of he, Punisher... Jigsaw is involved in the Slaver's yeah, arc. I thought it was a br- yeah, I thought that was a brilliant way to do Jigsaw. I thought that was fantastic. No, it's working. It, I can't... I praise to Punisher. I, I, was, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was, but I believe i watched it the right way this is not a series you should binge no this is one that you should give three episodes take a break get give it a week or a couple there's, of days there's a, in punisher there is a lot of stuff to digest there's yeah. many themes and arcs going on there from from the the very top like the very basic stuff of this man wants revenge to the very very deeper political stuff particularly in america at the time because mm. they pushed it back after the vegas shooting it was the released issue, the week after the yeah, vegas shooting of, of the issue of gun control hmm. and what the, what the government does to you, that that kind of thing. Um, and then obviously everything in between as well as of Americans forgotten heroes, Americans forgotten generation of people who fought yeah. in these wars and came back. Because I mean, Where's it happened their parade? V- exactly. It, it, it might sound funny, it might sound a soundbite, but that's a Punisher was, it was a serious adult quote-unquote superhero show. Oh, no, completely. And it's completely what Punisher should be. It harkens to the Punisher Max series and the Dark and the Marvel Knight stuff of the early noughties. Plus, plus, we got Punisher with a hipster beard. That we did. You look like a hipster. What's a hipster? <laughs> Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is getting a fourth season. Oh, good. And all is right with the world. And we yes. can all... Do- what? Yeah. It's the last sign of the apocalypse. It's the, most, it's, the, it's, going. it's the most watched original, com- original comedy that Netflix Then am I like done. the only one in the world who doesn't like it? I, no, I'm not a huge fan of it. It's got some... Hilarious moment. The the side characters make it. I don't like the lead, but the side characters yeah. make it. Which in sometimes in a good ensemble, that's what you need. No, yeah. Well, I no do, offense. I do, I How I Met Your Mother. More people quote Barney Stinson and Marshall than they ever do Ted. That's true. Uh, but on the last one, and this one I discovered literally by accident. But I'm Tom really happy. No, um, obviously Netflix did the Wet Hot American Summer first air camp yep. and a 10 year reunion. Yeah, 10 years and, later, yeah. And uh, released the documentary, but the original movie was from the 2000s. It was Bradley yeah. Cooper's first movie. Was it? Fit, oh, yeah, it was. Which yeah. a lot of people forget. Um, they are doing a Wet Hot American Summer comic book. 
Nice. Written by a fan of the of the series, but it's done by Boom Comics, who are currently doing the Power Rangers at the moment. If and I can highly recommend the Power Rangers comics. Comics so good. They're doing. Do they eat Dunkin' Donuts? No, but they they, they are ha- not interested. But they have an evil uh, Tommy from an alternate universe. You hate the Power Rangers movie so I much, don't you? Fucking hate it. <laughs> does the evil Tommy have a mustache? No, he has a kick-ass hybrid uh, green go, and white does... ranger costume, and he's called Lord Draken. Nice. I was going to say, does he go by the name of Bender Rodriguez? No, Bender. Bending Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Senior. <laughs> no, because he has a son, Bender oh, yeah. Bending, Bending Rodriguez Jr. Junior, yeah. Or... <laughs> Sorry, it's just, it's just one of the things we always go back to. No, but the, the premise of the comic book, it takes place after the first week of camp when the camp inspectors come by. So literally, Sorry, I thought you were talking about Power Rangers a second. I was like, they were never at camp. No, well, America's they were very it's literally, camp, but... it's literally going to take, it's literally going to, the series will be the second week of camp going onwards. Yeah. And it's continuing on stories and different interactions, but it's literally, they have to get the camp up to code. Nice. <laughs> so it's literally that, it's that um, summer camp trope of, oh no, the mum and dad are coming for visiting day. We've got to make the camp look like it, what we said it was. <laughs> I really like that idea. Will there be a cartoon David Hyde Pierce? Oh, yeah. Then yes, I'm, I'm in. They'll do all the characters are involved. They like literally, and it's just David Hyperius is the best cameo in anything. Yeah. To the fact that his whole bit in the last season is literally his origin story, and that's it. That's it. I think it's just brilliant. Oh, that's really cool. I look, I'm looking at that man. Yeah, but that is all my news, dear. That's everything we have got today. I I don't have any more news, my darling. I think I've got to plug what my T-shirt is then. Oh, look, I'm wearing a Crawley Don T-shirt. Ooh, visual jokes on a podcast. What What's happening? What is what is this Crawley Don Geek Con? Crawley Geek Con is the 3rd and 4th of March. It is a uh, small comedy... Uh, it's not comedy. Small Comic-Con <laughs> charity event. We're raising money for Cancer Research UK. <laughs> it's run like a comedy. <laughs> it's um, 10 to 6 on the Saturday, 12 to 6 on the Sunday. Me and you are performing our live pop culture pod over that weekend. Oh wait, shit! I better write something. Yep, you are comparing the entire weekend. I am. I'm comparing. Yeah, I'm, I'm comparing the entire weekend. So you know, <laughs> get used to this. Yes, get used to this voice, Linda. This smooth, silky voice um, in your head. Our first guest is um, Jason. He was a uh, stunt artist on Comfort on Kickass. 47 Ronin. Yeah, he's um, worked with Keanu Reeves. He was in Star Wars. He's in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Literally the scene where BB-8 and Poe re-meet. He is the guy in the background. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, Ross, who is in the movie Bright that came out last year. Nice. Uh, and Which I, movie Bright? Not the, not the Netflix one, oh, the thank, other one. Thank God for that. Otherwise Ross would be getting a slice of my mind. Um, Do you still talk to Will Smith? Could you send him a message? Tell him to <laughs> stop. Just stop. Big mm. Willie must stop. Um, our newest guest is uh, David. Uh, I can't remember his last name. Last names were helped by Carmen. Schwimmer. Um, no. He, he was a, he's, he's he, on hard times. He was a Muppeteer on Muppet Treasure Island and Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, I've got so many questions. I have so many questions. Oh, oh, so what's many questions. Kermit really like? <laughs> is Miss Piggy a bitch? Can I meet Pepe? <laughs> you are a shrimp. I am a king prawn. <laughs> I love the Muppets. I love the Muppets so too. very much. It's why I'm, I'm literally having... And is it true Big Bird touched all those children? I'm literally having a, an argument with Tom at the moment who interviews him. It's, it's got to be you. It's got to be me. But you know what should make me feel more comfortable? I should kneel down behind you and make it look like I'm operating you. <laughs> think well, people think that's how this relationship goes anyway, dear. To be fair, if I push my arm up fur enough, I can get your eyes to bulge out. That's why Kermit <laughs> looks the way he does. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi you. 
Uh, um, that's really, really cool. Yeah, so that's the 3rd and 4th of March. 3rd and 4th of March. It's £1 on the door. All what does that money, £1 go to, Carl? All the money is going to Cancer Research UK. All, all the money. money we, all the money we raise. We've got a raffle. We've got a... Uh, raffle. A cosplay competition on the weekend. There are fabulous prizes. And I will be judging the cosplay competition. Yes, you so will. So I will tell you all now, I am open to bribes. We have one more guest, but he's yet to be confirmed. But that hopefully over the next couple of days and then we can announce him because I really hope I get this one. Oh, you're going to fanboy out a little bit, aren't you? I'm worried. I'm going to have to keep... Don't worry, I'm going to keep you in check. I won't, yeah. I won't let you go on like, you know, misery on him and <laughs> lock him, hobble him, lock him up in your house and hobble him. I don't, I'm, I'm your not, biggest fan. I'm not, that, I'm not that bad. You terrifying, terrifying man. I'm not that bad. But you, uh, if you want to follow us, the social media for that is on Twitter at CrowGeekCon. We are on Facebook at CrowdenGeekCon. And we have our website, which is www.CrowdenGeekCon.com. Which if you go onto the About Us, you can see a picture of this lovely mug. Ah, he's pretty, ladies and gentlemen. Holding my belt and a microphone like I will be hopefully that weekend because like I'm champ. getting my goddamn title back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of competitions and things, what part are we doing with, with the uh, Pop Culture Pod? Oh, we will be doing, um, and it's what we did, we've done every year so far. We play with one member of the audience and a trivia game against Dan himself in <laughs> So You I, in a game we so used you, to play on the show. So you call yourself a fan. And the topic will be. Back to the future. Uh, whoever steps to me, you're screwed. I stick. But I uh, I asked Dan to choose the subject that he wanted to do the questions on, and he knows that from how I do quizzes that I can go deep. Oh yeah, very very deep. And the exact words when he says he wanted to do Back to the Future is, "Oh honey, you know what I like." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to be playing that. But yeah, so as Carl was saying, um, we will, and we have a prize. I have already worked, made up a prize bag. What's for the us. prize? Oh no, don't tell me. I want to be surprised when I win it <clears throat> and make some eight year old cry. There's a petition, patient prize anyway, dear. Is there? I love that. It, well. It's 2018. Everybody gets a Quidditch trophy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everybody's everybody's <laughs> got to get a trophy because you're all we're all special. You're all all special. of us are special. All Ooh, of us individually together. We're all unique snowflakes. Look, some people have to lose. You know, <laughs> as Sean Connery said in The Rock, it's the um, you know, only losers. No, he asked. Only what? losers complain about taking part. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> I stand by that, Mister Connor. Yes. This is the best promo for this ever. Um... <laughs> Yes, come uh, to Croydon Geekon where you make Croydon. me watch it. Where you watch me make and, a um, world uh, cry. We, I have to state this, and Ray promised me that I would state this. We are doing a PG thirteen show. Yes, yes, I've been told. So we can't say fuck or bugger. Yep. Or my favourite word. No, <laughs> we're not playing that game anymore, sir. Uh, but you can follow us on Twitter at uh, underscore pop culture pod. You can follow me on Twitter at halfline nine eighty nine. Follow me on Twitter at dan blues and mm, booze. Uh, you can follow us. Yeah, Bluff. at home. Uh-huh. You can, we're on Facebook at Pod Pop Culture, and we are on Instagram at Pop, Pop Culture, Culture Pod. Pod. Yeah, we are trying. Uh, we are working on a unification thing soon, but let's just say keep an eye on the product, kids. Keep an eye on the product, kids. It, yep. it, like, like a beautiful butterfly, it's going to go into a cocoon for a while, vomit all over itself, dissolve, and then open up. Yeah, like a beautiful flower, or me or on a, a Saturday meta- night. or a metaphor for a vagina into a wonderful <laughs> butterfly and float into your ears, where it will lay more <laughs> vagina butterflies. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, on that note, this has been the Pop Culture Pod, a.k.a. the PCP. I've been Carl Rowland. I've been Dan Chapman. We'll catch you in two weeks, guys. Peace. Peace. Bonus track. <laughs> we got yous. Um, after the episode recorded, I forgot to thank a couple, two really special gentlemen. In the time since we've been recording, um, Matt Pollard, 
did a 24-hour gaming uh, marathon for Yeah, he did, he did Monster Hunter, didn't he? He played Monster Hunter for 24 hours 24 hours straight. on PS4, which is, he's got live streams of it, which are up on YouTube, and yep. you can find them on Facebook as he well. Ra- he raised 250 quid towards Cancer Research. That is okay. incredible. And uh, our good friend Tom, uh, Thomas Denner-Cook, my former co-host Mr. On, TDC. on Off The Reels, he watched for an entire... 24 hours, the movie Groundhog's Day on Groundhog's Day, and he also managed to raise nearly 100 quid for Croydon Geek Con. We know some big-hearted people. But basically, at the end of this, this is just a big thank you to those guys because they were amazing and they deserved the shout-out. I think, I've think i got to do it on the show. I think what they did was incredible. And, yep. and to raise money for cancer research as well in such a really cool, nerdy way yeah. is just awesome. So, gentlemen, as always, you've got a standing invitation to come back on the show, both former guests. Yep. Happy to have you back on, but thank you from the bottom of our hearts. I've been Carl Rowland. I've been Dan Chapman. And we'll catch you again in two weeks. Peace. Peace.